Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 26 of Robots on Typewriters. It is episode 26, yeah. Uh, Robots on Typewriters. We are a podcast about computational creativity. So that ranges from funny artificial intelligence all the way down to glorified random number generators. And sometimes on this show, not even glorified, just straight up random number (laughs) generators. Any way that a computer can make something or helps a person make something that we would consider funny, that fits in on this show. Each week, we highlight some funny computer-made stuff from around the internet on our Zesty Hat segment, and then we make some of our own content in a game at the end of the program called The Trashy Toy. This week, Allison is on Zesty Hat duty, and we have a very special Zesty Hat this week, don't we? This is the specialist, the zestiest hat that we have had, I believe, because we have somebody with us this week, and that person is Janelle Shane. Janelle, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us uh, about your blog, AI Weirdness? Hi, yeah. So my name is Janelle, and for the past couple of years, I've run this uh, machine learning humor blog called AI Weirdness, and I do or write about all sorts of interesting experiments that usually involve uh, neural networks failing to grasp what it is that they're actually trying to do and how that all works. And then learning a lot about ourselves and about these uh, algorithms in the process. Yeah, we are, we are huge fans of AI weirdness and have talked about it many a time on the show. Um, and off the show. This is like meeting the, the Beatles show. for us, basically. <laughs> it really is. I, it's funny because I was just thinking about, I was trying to remember like how long it has been since we've been reading AI Weirdness. And I was remembering at like a memory of at least like two years ago when you like you were visiting me down here and we were like just sitting and laughing at the one that was, I think it was Harry Potter fan fiction uh, <laughs> uh, titles. Oh, man. Very good. Yeah, we've. I think we've both been following it uh, way back when it was uh, Lewis and Quark on Tumblr. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's still on Tumblr. I just have a fancy uh, URL redirector. <laughs> nice. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I've. I'm off Tumblr, but I'm still a follower of AI weirdness. So, oh, just yeah. completely slipped my notice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Janelle, what do you do aside from the blog? Well, I am an engineer uh, by day, so I work with uh, optics, I work with uh, steering light around, and uh, doing some cool projects around that. And right now I'm doing a project that has to do with uh, uh, telescope mirrors. So I got to spend a week at a conference just last week learning about these huge space telescopes that they're planning, and they'll be... And like some of them have like these giant shields or they have these, uh, you know, some companion spacecraft that has to block out starlight, but it has to be 10,000 kilometers away and positioned to within like one meter of where you want it. So it can block out this distant star and you can see a planet next to it. I mean, really oh cool God. stuff they're doing. So, you know, I'm not yeah, building, spa- yeah, I'm not building space telescopes, but I get to learn about, uh, really fun stuff that people do with the things that I make. That is awesome. Did that kind of 
does your work lead you into your interest in AI or is that just kind of something that you've always been interested in on the side? So the interest in AI has just kind of been a side interest. So I took some courses as an undergrad, actually worked, uh, did a little bit of uh, machine learning type work as an undergrad researcher at Michigan State. And uh, that was what got me interested in doing research to start out with. But there's other cool things to research. And I so I sort of ended up working with more of the hardware side of things and discovering we didn't need AI to solve the problems once we understood them well enough ourselves. Uh, but I've always had this sort of interest in the back of my mind. And it was during grad school that I came across an experiment that someone else had did. Uh, this guy named Tom Brew had generated a bunch of cookbook recipes using a neural network, uh, like the same one that I've used a lot. And mm. it was, you know, it was so funny, you know, that laughing until tears are streaming down your face, sort of, you know, it was calling for shredded bourbon and all of these <laughs> ingredients that didn't exist, and that it would completely forget what it was doing in the middle of the recipe and you know you'd start out with cake and end up with some kind of seafood thing except it would forget half the ingredients and, yeah <laughs> yeah the food neural net creations are always some of my favorite uh, out of yeah. your blog i think that's probably some of the first things i saw out of your blog and that's yeah. kind of what got me interested in computational creativity stuff um, at all that was the first things that I did. So yeah, that's what got me interested in it too. I mean, and it's, it's so nice. It's like, it's physical comedy as well, because you can imagine somebody trying to carry out some yeah. of these instructions, like <laughs> folding water and rolling it into cubes, you know. <laughs> you know, we have not actually dabbled in trying to follow an, an RNN generated recipe, but maybe that's something that we should try and do. Um... Yeah, I mean, we did, we tried an RNN, we tried specifically uh the pies from yeah one of your blog posts we just made them based on their title but yeah i think we do need to go back into the archives and look at some recipes yeah yeah that would be mm. very very fun oh, um, approach with caution i know yeah i mean those pies that we made i still have nightmares about them they they were repulsive to me i don't think they were quite as repulsive to justin but i they made me feel ill. <laughs> yeah, considering I ate many slices of them on my own volition, I would say they were they were all right. What, what kind of pies were they? We made um, impossible spinach maple yeah. apple pie. Yeah, and then I think it was was it peach eggnog pie number two. Um, right. <laughs> I would mm. love to know what number one was like because I might enjoy it more. But <laughs> so, uh, when was it that you started uh, the the blog? Or at, before it was um, AI weirdness, as we said, it was uh, Lewis and Quark on Tumblr. When? How long ago was that that you started that? I started that blog in grad school because I wanted a place to put uh, some of the pictures that I was getting by using an electron microscope to look at my parts that I was making at the time. Because, okay. you know, I've been looking at these, and some of the parts that fail, that are, you know, completely fail when I make them, like complete disasters, they end up, ended up being the most interesting looking out of all of them. So if you're etch accidentally, like, 
gets away from you or goes to the wrong part of your sample. Then when you look at it under a microscope, you'll see things that look kind of like the desert southwest. There'll be actual like mesas and canyons and sometimes even uh, hoodoos if there's like a piece of dust that was protecting the equipment or protecting the material before you etched it away. And so I thought, you know, these are so cool. Only I am getting to see them. Uh And, you know, the parts, you know, the science, I'm learning a little bit of science, but I, you know, American taxpayers are paying for this. And I want everybody (laughs) to be able to actually see these cool pictures. So that's kind of what motivated me to start the blog back then. And then, uh, yeah, so it was a clean room and electron microscope pictures blog for a while. And then when I got... Uh, interested in experimenting with the AI recipes, I needed some place to put it. And so I said, well, I'll just throw it here on this blog I already have. Well, we are very glad you did, because <laughs> it's something that we look forward to every single week. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, because um, <laughs> on this, this segment, the zesty hat, whenever it's my turn to bring something to the table, more often than not, it's something that I have found because I follow you on Twitter and, <laughs> um, you just, you, you're constantly, um, you know, retweeting things and tweeting about, about stuff in this field. And it's, you're, you're a great source of, of knowledge and content and, um, something that we've learned about. Uh, from from you on Twitter is um, the the big gan I is that oh, how yeah. you say this is is it <laughs> that's you how say I it? say this but okay I yeah we I mean it's just it's it sounds too silly to for it to be real but I guess that that is how you say it the big the big gan um, I am like a big big old idiot about a lot of this stuff and i don't understand how any of it works um would you explain big gan to me <laughs> so this is uh big gan it's a type of uh, neural network called a generative adversarial network and these are uh these are actually unlike a lot of machine learning stuff these were actually invented pretty recently uh and since they were invented uh, just a few years ago, they have turned out to be one of the best ways for generating images. So trying to get, so in other words, you give this algorithm an example of a whole bunch of pictures of faces, for example, or pictures of cats, for example, and tell it to try and figure out how to generate more that are unlike the ones in its input data set. And uh, the way that they have this set up is kind of clever. You've got you know, if you were to have a the first steps of an algorithm as it's learning to generate cats, for example, it will generate just like a complete staticky mess. And then if you were trying to have something judge it to tell it how well it did and if it's doing any better, you know, the, the verdict would always be that staticky mess, that staticky mess, this is terrible, mm-hmm. this looks nothing like a cat. So the idea of an adversarial network is that you have it be judged by a judge that's learning at the same time. So half of the network is learning to generate cats, and the other half of the network is learning how to tell the difference between a real cat and the generated one. Oh. So when you start out and you get you know, the, the first network, the generator will generate like 10 pictures of cats and ask the judge, so how did I do? 
And if you look at them, they're this horrible, you know, random, staticky mess. And the judge looks at it and says, ooh, gosh, those all really do look like real cats to me, but, you know, maybe this one looks <laughs> slightly more like a cat. And so the, so the generator knows how to improve and how to make things look more like a cat to this judge. And then as a judge gets better, it's no longer taken in by kind of cat-like static. It's actually going to be looking for things that look more like cats to humans. And so you can go train it for quite a while. They're both getting better and better and testing themselves against each other. And by the end, you'll still have a generator that says, I made a cat, and you'll have a judge that says, yeah, that's probably a cat. <laughs> and hopefully, <laughs> if you did everything right, uh, and then the thing that they are agreeing is a cat will also look like a cat to like a person. I have two comments from that excellent explanation. The yeah. first is uh, the the extent to which you anthropomorphize the interaction. I'm sure made Allison just completely fall in love with Big oh, Gan. Because absolutely. <laughs> we we constantly do that kind of uh, anthropomorphization of all of the uh, AI we talk about on here. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, my my other comment was I love that you used cats as the example because for both Big Gan and for uh, the Google Deep Dream kind of stuff. I'm always terrified that all of the images uh, somehow get a cat face in there, even when <laughs> there's nothing to do with cats uh, going on. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's fun to anthropomorphize these things, and you know, it's you know, fair enough. If we're going to anthropomorphize like a Roomba or a leaf yeah. tumbling across the street, we might as well. You know, do it with our algorithms Absolutely. Too. I mean, even if we're, yeah. we're going to start from the standpoint of calling it a neural network and calling it intelligence. So, I mean, you're mm -hmm. you're starting from an anthropomorphized point already. Yeah, just so long as we don't, as we know that's what we're doing, we don't fool ourselves. So, you know, it's generating <laughs> pictures of cats, but it has no idea what anything else looks like. And it also is kind of fuzzy on the idea of cats, so to speak. Because uh, it'll, there's one example from one of these papers where they generated pictures of cats, and some of them had like blocky white letters along above and below uh -huh. cats as well. So it had uh -huh. not known. It had figured that this meme text stuff is probably part of the cat that <gasps> learned oh, to generate that's it. So good. That is so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I just have one more question for you. Uh, what is your favorite AI weirdness post that you have made? Oh, man, it, it uh, constantly changes. There's, sure. You know, but uh, one of the ones that I've liked uh, recently was the pickup lines that I had it generated. <laughs> those were really good. And for those, yeah, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, so this is like chat up lines that you might use on a stranger at the pub or something like that and they're you know you get these lists online and they're all cheesy or you know some of them are you know kind of slimy and when I was collecting them I'd had this idea oh pickup lines that'll be cute and then I'm starting to collect the data and I'm like oh this is this is not actually cute I hate all of these and I regret this whole project <laughs> but when I actually <laughs> gave them to the neural net to do uh, it turns out that all the stuff that made them cheesy and skeezy and so forth were innuendo that this thing had no chance of being able to comprehend <laughs> and right. reproduce. So it ended up distilling them down to these kind of sweet, you know, it 
came up with uh, things like, you are so beautiful that you make me feel better to see you. And <laughs> I so want sweet. to, yeah, <laughs> I have to give you a book because you're the only thing in your eyes. <laughs> so good. I remember a favorite of mine from that was, you look like a thing and I love you. <laughs> you know what? That's actually uh, the title of my upcoming book. <laughs> like, we all oh loved goodness. it so much. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. So wait, you're, when are you uh, when are you releasing a book? It's going to be coming out uh, in October. So just under oh a year God. right Did now. Did we just like get the scoop on this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is this like is this like public knowledge? Like <laughs> should we cut this out? <laughs> no, it's it's uh, I'm you know I haven't made a big splashy announcement yet because I don't have a pre-order link so I want to you know okay. make a big splash mm -hmm. when you can actually like do something about it other than anticipate it right, uh, right. but uh no that's fine you can tell people <laughs> we're gonna be wow, the ones to I break am the very news excited. <laughs> I think we're probably going to pre-order it for each other for like each other's birthdays whenever that pre-order <laughs> link is available absolutely yeah we're just gonna like gift of the magi pre-order it for each other for <laughs> Uh, Christmas. That's not really how Gift of the Magi works, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for answering all my questions. Um, Justin, do you have anything else that you want to ask before we move on to the game? Uh, no, no. I think, yeah, again, thank you for kind of giving us your background there. It, it adds yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of life, a lot of knowledge to our, our love of your blog. So that was very informative yeah. for me. And let me point out for your listeners, too, that I had and still have pretty minimal programming background. So you don't need like a degree in computer science or especially in machine learning in order to do some creative work with this stuff. Yeah, that me and Allison a, point yeah. that out every week that neither of us have that background either. And we've, uh, you know, we've learned to use TextGen RNN and uh, CharNN and you know, we we've learned how to make that stuff too with no no background, no you know no classes on that stuff. So yeah, uh, I think I credit. You know, I think we both credit that kind of learning to do that from your blog as well. That you even you know in your info stuff have that information on there. Yeah, yeah, we found TextGen RNN from I think you linking it on the blog, and now we use that to make games for this show all the time. So oh, that's amazing to hear. Yeah, we it, it, the it's a very very important and phenomenal sentiment to make sure that 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 knowledge that seems so daunting like very important to make sure that is that feels accessible to people. So thank you very much for doing that. And speaking of, so this week, uh, the trashy toy. Uh, I should point out for for Janelle and for new <laughs> listeners, the zesty hat and the trashy toy are. Uh, they were both created by a, a random word picker online. That's not our uh, our own <laughs> doings on those terrible segment names. But our trashy toy, our weekly game this week is a play on a game we often do here. We play a game called RNN, Real Net or Nick. Instead, this week, we're playing RNN or Your NN. Uh, this week, I've collected a bunch of old AI weirdness posts and for a few that had uh, publicly accessible data sets, I trained TextGen RNN on the same data set that Janelle used in the AI Weirdness post. Ooh. And I've collected uh, both what my RNN output for us, what mm -hmm. AI Weirdness had posted among 
Janelle's outputs and some examples uh, from the original data set. And Allison and Janelle, you will be tasked with determining which of the following things are real, which are our NN, and which are your NN. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle, do you do you feel like you have a good um like <laughs> do, are you confident? Well, hmm, I might remember <laughs> some of the ones I've generated or a lot of them. Some of them are pretty weird, but between your NN and the input data set, uh we'll see how this goes. All right. Yeah, right. Let's get so, it rolling. Yeah, I made sure not to pick any that had like illustrations or had, you know, additional kind of content made for them because I figured those would be particularly memorable to both of you. Uh, oh, man. As a longtime reader of the blog and a longtime person who makes the blog. So, yeah, so this should be a real challenge. Because, oh, yeah, Stinky Bean, like, I would have, I got that one. The Stinky Bean. All right, so the first category is Halloween costumes. Okay. And I went back in time. I didn't go to this year's Halloween costumes. I opened up last year's set and used Mm. last year's data set. Uh, Your three options first. Uh, These are three fair ladies. This is Lady Reaper, Lady Grandma, and Lady Garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Any of those sound particularly real to you? Well, I know, I rem- I rem- remember Lady Garbage, actually, from oh, the nice. output I generated. Yeah, so oh, that was a pretty vivid mental image. Yeah, that one is one of yours. Allison, okay. do you want to guess whether uh, Lady Reaper or Lady <laughs> Grandma is the real one? Okay, Lady Reaper has to be the real one, because what would Lady Grandma even mean? <laughs> you know, that's a good point. <laughs> hadn't considered that. <laughs> Yeah, the beauty of this data set is it was all uh, people filling out a Google form, so it can get weird. Like, people Uh, can put in whatever they want there. Okay. So you're right that Lady Reaper was real, and Janelle correctly identified Lady Garbage, but don't bank on uh, things making sense being indicative (laughs) that they're real for this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Next up, three spider costumes. We have Spider Pikachu, Spider Frog, (laughs) and Twin Spider Mermaid. (laughs) <laughs> Twin spider mermaid? Yeah. That's um, okay. Mm-hmm. Dear God, which one of these is real? Um, I, I feel like is real. I was leaning the same way. I, I feel like I usually try to eliminate the real one because there's some kind of logic to that. Mm. All right. I'm, I'm, conf- I'm comfortable saying that spider Pikachu is real. And I remember Twin Spider Mermaid, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Could be wrong. (laughs) Very nice. Yeah, so Twin Spider Mermaid is indeed the AI weirdness creation. Spider Pikachu was something I generated today. And Spider Frog was a real user user input on the Google form. Spider Pikachu's really good. (laughs) Right? I I was very happy with that one. When I saw that one, I realized I needed to make a spider round kind of around it. That's adorable. I bet, th- I, you know, like, I bet somebody has done that, right? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, right? <laughs> Next year. 
yeah yeah now somebody yeah we should we should have played this game a couple of weeks ago so we could test these costumes out <laughs> yeah actually there's probably a species of spider that's like the spider pikachu because they got like the happy face spider and the oh you know, yeah the man in a suit spider and the cat spider so maybe there's <laughs> pikachu spider all right my final halloween costume set I couldn't get through a Halloween costume round without having some sexy costumes. Of course. So yeah. which of these is real, which is our NN, and which is your NN oh, between man. sexy the pirate, oh. sexy marijuana <laughs> bee, and sexy money bat? I can say I definitely remember sexy the pirate from AI weirdness. <laughs> uh, very good. <laughs> Do yeah, you that's corroborate, correct. Janelle? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sexy um, the pirate, yeah. <laughs> I loved that one. Um, and the other two were... Sexy money bat and sexy <laughs> marijuana bee. <laughs> really good. Sexy yeah. money bat, I love it. <laughs> now, I have seen an illustration of sexy marijuana bee. Uh, Jesse really? Jesse Ma for that New York Times uh, Halloween costume article. Uh, illustrated that one. Oh. So there is a possibility that that one, that we could have convergent evolution here, or it could be that somebody actually put that in the input data set and (laughs) they got that one out of TextGen RNA and thought, yeah, that's got to be a neural net one and put it in the article. So I'm going to guess that that one's real because the neural net does tend to copy stuff from the data set. You have to check even the most improbable ones. Janelle, you are right on the money with that explanation (laughs) because sexy marijuana bee is correct. And I always find myself, whenever I find something really good for these games I prepare, becoming Mm. very disappointed when exactly what you said happens and even (laughs) highly improbable generations are just real things. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, her drawing of that was so good. So it was worth it having that in the article just for that. It's like this bee with a marijuana leaf and it's kind of like (laughs) flirting at the camera. That's so good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was was a great article just to see those illustrations. That was a really fun topic there, the Halloween costumes. Next, this one was, uh, it was one that kind of slipped my attention when it was first posted just because the data set was so unfamiliar to me. But it's something that the the blog post, Janelle did make sure to point out the data set is really wild and worth looking at. That is names of fish. Mm. <laughs> I have no hope. <laughs> so, yeah, your, your best bet here is just going to be trying to remember some of your own generations there. But the, the fish data set was truly enormous and they get truly bizarre. Okay. So... Uh, first off, why don't we do some striped fish before okay. you? I present the striped goat fish, <laughs> the striped cat shark, and the striped flying fang loach. Oh no, oh. they all sound so incredibly real. I hate when that happens. <laughs> what was the middle one? The striped cat shark. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's really okay. good. I I have a vague recollection. Maybe that was one of mine. Okay. I'm going to go with you on this. It might not be right here. Hmm. (laughs) I mean... I'll let you guys fill out your your whole whole bracket here. Um, What was the last one again? The last one was the striped flying fang loach. (laughs) That's a lot. I have seen striped loaches before. uh, So... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
I might even guess that's the real one, even though it's that bizarre. Uh, this is fantastic. So I often <laughs> say that Allison does the real Nick switch. We normally play this instead of using two RNN outputs, we use Botnik keyboard outputs. And Allison often confuses the real thing with the botnik, yeah. but uh, Janelle just did the real weirdness switch because oh. the striped catfish was real and the striped flying fang loach was an AI weirdness post. Oh my god! Oh, finally got you on the one. striped goatfish was something I created today. Nice. All right, so now uh, the striped cat shark made me want to look for some more sharks. So here are three shark options for you. The dangle shark, the tall shark, and the sweet William shark. I love them all. At the risk of yeah, at the risk of being terribly wrong again, I'm going to say I think I remember the dangle shark from AI weirdness. All right. Allison, do you want to corroborate that one again, or do you want to? I don't know. I I I, I will go with you on this. Um, I feel like we were supposed to be competing, but we're actually just working oh, together nah, on this game, which there's is no competition. even it doesn't better. Matter. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you the dangle shark is indeed from AI weirdness. Okay. You got that mm. one. Um, what was the last shark again? I can't forget. Uh, tall there's shark. the tall shark oh, and the sweet, sweet William. William shark. Oh, I love sweet him. Sweet William shark. <laughs> Um, I could believe Sweet William Shark being real, and Tall Shark is not. <laughs> I agree. I'm going to go with you on that. Okay. Yeah, you guys are correct about your sharks. Yeah. Uh, Sweet William would have been just a little too much for the RNN, I think. It's just a little too perfect. <laughs> it's so perfect. I honestly got to look up and see what that shark looks like. <laughs> I hope it has little flowers on it. Yeah, it's just the really adorable, sensitive William shark. (laughs) Uh, Finally, the last group of fish. These are fish that are named after people. You have, or uh, maybe people. I'm not sure, actually. You have Aristotle's catfish. (laughs) Okay, really good. Piglet's whitefish. Uh And Binder's flathead parrotfish. Wow. Something sounds familiar, maybe I'm crazy, about Binder's flathead parrotfish. And I don't know if that's because it was an AI weirdness or if it's real. Um, I think How's I'd your ichthyology? <laughs> Bad. Um, you getting any sense here, Janelle? Uh, I'm kind of with you on the vague in- inkling about the Binder's flathead parrotfish. But this is very vague inkling. And the middle one, what was that again? Uh, that was Piglet's Whitefish. <laughs> that sounds fake. <laughs> In yeah. some some regard. Yeah, I'm going to guess the Aristotle is the right real one, because I haven't seen okay. that many Aristotle. I don't think there's probably that many Aristotles in the data set, so that would be hard for the neural net to learn to spell based on maybe Ooh. just a couple of fish. It has done weirder things, though, so I'm prepared to be wrong. That's a yeah, really you nailed good it point. once again. Your your understanding of these neural nets is uh, yeah. is shining through right now, or at least your understanding of their frequent outputs. Yeah, Aristotle's catfish is a true a uh, true fish out there in the world, and Binder's flathead parrotfish did come from AI weirdness. Okay. I was very happy though that Piglet discovered a white fish. That's mm-hmm. really cute. Very good. Good for Piglet. Uh, here is 
uh, a food one because we do love all of the food creations. Mm-hmm. These are ice cream flavors. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. And these are taken from the AI Weirdness post. Uh, they're taken from, I believe, both the one where Janelle herself did some ice cream flavors, but also the one where you helped some students create their own RNN ice cream flavors. Man, they contacted me after they'd already done it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, awesome. they 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 completely whipped my butt at it, actually, because I had been working <laughs> with a much smaller data set to start out with because there wasn't really an ice cream data set that you could just download. Uh, mm. and, but they had, with the power of many hands on keyboards and many computer, computer mouses and so forth, they had managed to get this huge data set and much better results because of it. Wow. Right. Yeah, yeah that their, was so phenomenal. Their ice cream flavors were very good. And I liked you, uh, you broke things down in the post by the grade level of the kids making the, <laughs> the ice cream flavors. Mm-hmm. And it was essentially uh, breaking things down by the temperature of the RNN because it was just like the young. <laughs> Younger kids love the wild, like nonsensical ones. The older kids like the 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 more uh, the more thinking kind of funny <laughs> the thinking flavors. Man's ice cream, <laughs> exactly. So I'll start you three, you guys off with three chocolate flavors. Your options are chocolate coconut butter crunch, chocolate mm. compost, and chocolate sin. <laughs> okay, I'm I remember go chocolate say, sin. You do. <laughs> Okay. I think I do. Yeah, I don't think chocolate compost could pot can't be. It can't be right. That's awful. <laughs> I think. Cho- okay, if you think that chocolate sin is yours, then I'm gonna say chocolate compost is mine, not okay. mine. I mean, it's it's a it's well, chocolate <laughs> sin is indeed an AI weirdness, and okay. chocolate compost is real. Oh man, ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, no, chocolate coconut butter crunch about? was from today. Hmm. What is that? chocolate compost ice cream? Uh, these were just ice cream flavors. They were not descriptions. They were not links to buy a pint of it. I am I'm researching. You're typing it in right now. We have to know who makes chocolate compost ice cream. I'm seeing nothing. I'm I'm guessing that like some like you know boutique kind of ice cream store Ugh. makes chocolate compost as Probably. like a, a gimmicky. Kind I of see thing. a link for chocolate compost cookies. In fact, when I Google that, yeah. that's the first thing that comes up. Uh, now I'm, yeah, I'm well. worried about these cookies. <laughs> oh, I see. I okay, it's... it just looks like there's a bunch of trash on it because you put a whole <laughs> bunch of random plates yeah. of stuff in there. There's like broken pretzels. It looks like okay. it, was, it looks like you just like swept stuff up from under your couch and threw them on a cookie. <laughs> broken mm. glass, <laughs> yeah. an old newspaper, yeah. pennies. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, your next ice cream flavors are fruit flavored. You have triple grape, blackberry <laughs> crunch, and strawberry moons. Mm. Blackberry Crunch is ringing a bell, and I think it's because that might have been an AI weirdness one. What do mm. you think? Okay, yeah, I'm I'm not getting anything on these three actually. Okay. So let's go with yours. <laughs> All right. So which do you think is real between Triple Grape and Strawberry Moons? Oh God, <laughs> man, I can only think of two grape. Two ways to do grape is you know, actual grapes and grape jam and grape 
okay, maybe you can do grape jelly too. That doesn't sound good. Um, it doesn't. Grape ice cream doesn't sound good at all. It's like not one of those creamy flavors. Yeah, I'm, I'm not not feeling triple grape myself. <laughs> not one I would try on this list. What was the last one? Raspberry moons. Blackberry right? crunch. No, but the, strawberry the moons. One? Strawberry. Oh, moons. strawberry moons. That's right. one of the My Little Ponies, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, are you sure you have the right data set? Um, <laughs> strawberry moons might be real. I don't know what it means, but it might be real. Okay, yeah, let's go with that one. <laughs> all right, all three confident. answers are incorrect because oh. strawberry moons was AI weirdness, blackberry wow. crunch okay. is RNN, and the real one was triple grape. Oh. What the fuck? I am. Someone <laughs> is doing terrible things with ice cream. <laughs> Well, you're not lining up for a double scoop of chocolate compost and triple grape. <laughs> that's, that's even worse. That's so too much, too much together. I'm 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 sorry, but I gotta just I I need to figure out what's going on here. I'm googling triple grape ice cream. I just googled it. It's Ooh. Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Wow. Like, what, what are they doing? doing? I don't know. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you have to stock 31 flavors, you have to eventually get creative and make bad decisions. I Maybe guess. they've turned on their production to uh, to neural nets and they've just given up on being creative on them. That would actually be phenomenal. Justin, if we, I've always said, I've always long said that if my career doesn't pan out that I um, want to open a pie shop, we should open a, an ice cream or pie shop where just all flavors are determined by a neural network. Wow, I will run the neural network and not be financially involved in that pie shop. <laughs> Janelle, you want to buy in? Uh, uh, wait, what did, how did you react to the first two pies that you tried from the neural net? Real bad. <laughs> I yeah. ate tons of it and Allison hated it. <laughs> I will only get into business for pie. I will not do, I will not put any money in this. All right. We've got our last set of ice cream flavors, and these are nut flavors. Okay. Your options are nut butter, cashew winter, mm-hmm. baseball Beautiful. nut, and Texas boy nut. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Texas boy nut? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Hate that. <laughs> AI weirdness. That one, I think I remember that one. Okay. Um... Wait, what was the yeah. first one again? Yeah, that is AI weirdness. <laughs> the other two <laughs> options were uh, nut butter, cashew winter, and baseball nut. Uh, okay. When I heard baseball nut, I actually thought that that might be real because I feel like it might be some kind of like Cracker Jack situation, like a peanut kind of situation, like nuts that you would eat at a baseball game. So I'm yeah. going to say that one's real. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, baseball nut is a real Hell flavor, yeah. and yeah, nut butter, cashew, winter, just just one too many words to <laughs> yeah. be a real flavor there. I, yeah, I think taking out actually any of the words in there would make it a little bit more probable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't know when to quit sometimes. It sure doesn't. <laughs> uh, let's do one more round here. So okay. I have, I believe the AI weirdness post was story titles, but it was, uh, it was a very large data set scraped from Wikipedia of anything with a plot summary. Mm-hmm. So it also had just uh, TV titles, movie titles, any kind of title on Wikipedia for the most part. 
Um, So I have what are essentially fictional properties, fictional titles. Okay. And we'll start out with, ironically enough, some sequels. So which (laughs) of these is a real sequel? Okay. An American 3, Cannibal Spy 2, or Thunder Force 4? Oh, really good. Um... (laughs) Cannibal Spy is AI weirdness. (laughs) Cannibal yes, Spy is. is so well, good. Well, Cannibal Spy 2 is. I'm still waiting for the original, oh. the prequel. <laughs> the origin story. I think Thunder Force sounds the most pro- probable to me. Mm-hmm. You just don't yeah. think the An American series would have gotten up to a third installment? <laughs> no. I think the grammar is, yeah, often just off enough to make me suspect a neural net was involved in that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, correctly noticed there. An American 2 is a neural net creation and Thunder Force 4 is real. Mm-hmm. All right, nice. So next up, we have a few Christmas titles for you. Ooh. We have Bush Christmas. <laughs> is that a companion to the new uh, movie coming out about the Bush administration? Exactly. Uh, Purdy Santa. And... <laughs> Excellent, very broken Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> One of those has to be real. Uh, uh. <laughs> what's the I middle the one again? I the Santa is real. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that sounds like cats are involved in some way, some oh, horrible, you're right. wonderful way. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, a neural net rarely does puns correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have any any uh, handle on which one might be the AI weirdness? It's I think it's the excellent very broken Christmas. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. That was AI weirdness, but Purdy Santa came out of my RNN today. Oh, wow. It's just it's P E R T Y, but oh, I didn't want to okay. I didn't want to ruin the uh, the great you know backward reasoning there of explaining away how that came to be. But Bush Christmas. Not sure what that is. Wonder if it really was, you know, George W. Bush at Christmas time. I like could be Australian oh, Christmas. Or it was, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it. That's exactly what it was. Wow. Yeah, okay, it's a 1947 film. Nicely chosen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, finally, I have some horror installments for you. Mm. We have Zombies of Florence, The Dead Collections. <laughs> And Monster Allergy. <laughs> monster Allergy is the horror movie about my life. Am I was I about right? to say, I believe that monster haunts you. <laughs> it absolutely does. Um, what were the, what, say the first two again? Zombies of Florence, <laughs> The Dead so Collections, good. and Monster Allergy. Zombies of Florence is the only one that sounds possibly real to me, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I would go with you. It has kind of a nice ring to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that one being real. And I don't remember mm-hmm. either of those. So we're going to have to flip a coin between the two. You <laughs> fake. I'm okay, wait. Monster, what are they? Monster allergy is maybe an AI weirdness thing. Because that sounds yeah. like the sort of thing I would zero in on. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, once again, the real weirdness switch has oh. occurred as Zombies of Florence was the AI weirdness and Monster no, really. Allergy is apparently real. What? 
Zombies of Florence sounds to me like the sequel to Werewolves of London. <laughs> yes, that would be a good series. A good by good, I mean terrible. Monster <laughs> Allergy is an Italian animated television series. It looks adorable. Aww. All right, that's on your uh, your watch list after the podcast. All right, I've got one more category. Do you think we have the time to play it? Lightning round, okay. Yeah. All right, well, this is a category that uh, the two of you should both have some recollection of. This is pie flavors. Uh-oh. Oh, dude. <laughs> uh, we'll start out with a savory pie so you don't spoil your dessert. <laughs> we have Moravian chicken pie, black bear pie, and caribou meringue pie. <laughs> caribou meringue is AI weirdness. Really? Correct. I mm-hmm. thought I recognized Moravian, uh, what is it? Moravian Moravian what? chicken pie. I thought that sounded familiar to me. Maybe that's just a recipe of my own invention. I bet black I mean, bear is real. Or maybe it's real, right? <laughs> or that, true. <laughs> is it real? Yeah, Moravian chicken pie is real. Black oh, bear pie is not that. real. Hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Now for some pies named after people. As all good pies are. Figgy's chicken sugar pie. <laughs> Gross. Bob Andy pie. <laughs> and Trump pie. Oh, okay. I bet the chicken sugar, is that an AI weirdness? And then the Bob Andy pie from Suspect Grammar would be <laughs> another neural net uh, thing. And you're going to stake Trump pie being a real thing. Mm, it sounds maybe. just horrible enough that somebody would have <laughs> made it. Yeah, it's served with a scoop of chocolate compost on top. <laughs> no, you, uh, you're you correctly identifying Figgy's ch- chicken sugar pie as one of yours, but Bob Andy is apparently an Amish recipe. Uh, I think oh. it's a, a molasses pie with custard. Trump pie was uh, a miraculous creation of my own neural net today. <laughs> I think good. your neural net is cursed. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. When, when I saw that, I was uh, a bit disturbed. I was wondering what I might have, what might have gotten mixed up in the in the works I was there. Wondering mm. what I did wrong. <laughs> and our final selection of pies. These are the the truly terrible pies that no one would want to eat. Uh, following up on the Trump pie. Your options are a mustard tart, TP pie, and turf crust. <laughs> turf crust kind of rings a bell as maybe an AI weirdness one. I agree. Okay. Yeah, I think we gave more than a second's thought to trying to make that one of figuring out right. what a turf crust yeah. would be. Um, well, this is a PP, PEE, PEE. Is that no, just the letter T, the letter P. So oh. I'm thinking okay, it's that's... toilet paper and not not a home. I kind of think mustard tart sounds like it is probably a real thing. Yeah, it could happen. Okay, <laughs> let's go happen. with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mustard tart is a real uh, a French creation, and TP okay. pie came out of my neural network just after Trump pie, appropriately enough. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's that's it for the the first ever installment of RNN or your NN. And I think you guys did excellently together of yeah. uh, figuring out what was at least figuring out what was an AI weirdness creation. Yeah, honestly, Janelle, I need you on these games all the time because you have such a basis of knowledge that I do not have, <laughs> and I am usually fooled very easily. 
Yeah, I, I mean, my only chance was that I remembered some of the ones that <laughs> I'd already seen. Otherwise, I'd be guessing. I'm actually, it occurred to me halfway through, I was really hoping that you might pull out Neopets foods because that is something that I oh, know man. that I would have had oh. a really big advantage on the real ones. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a lot of fun for you two to play something where both of you knew all the answers already. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for playing that game with us, Janelle. Uh, that was extremely fun. Um, would you like to uh, shout out any of your URLs, handles, anything that you want, any way that people can find you, anything you want to put out there? AIWeirdness.com is where my posts go. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at Janelle C. Shane at Wandering.shop. And you can find me at Twitter at Janelle C. Shane. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, and we, uh, you can find us, you can email us if you would like at robots at backcamp.org. You can find us on Twitter at Robot Typewriter, on Facebook as Robots on Typewriters. And we live on a website called Batcamp. That's Batcamp.org. And Batcamp is at Batcamp site across facebook instagram and twitter and our theme song is video challenge by Anamanaguchi. yeah make sure after the show to wash all this down with a slice of corned pie pie Ooh, i love a good pie pie <laughs> <laughs>